What's going on, everybody? It's your host, John, here, this time with my own miniature mock draft. I'm just going to be doing the first five picks today. Nothing too crazy. Before we begin, be sure to like and subscribe. We're really trying to rack up that sub count. We can't do it without you. So let's get into it. First overall pick, probably the easiest pick in the entire draft, Trevor Lawrence, QB number one. Probably the most sought-after and talented QB prospect we've had since Andrew Luck. This is a game-changing pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got a nice new hire in Urban Meyer as the head coach, who is, by all accounts, an exceptionally smart and well-respected college football coach. At the second overall pick, we have the New York Jets, and there are a lot of different ways that the Jets can take this pick. They've, of course, made it abundantly clear they're going to take Zach Wilson, and so that's going to be my pick here at number two. I think there's a lot of potential upside here. He's a very talented guy, big arm, fast. He can make a lot of those Patrick Mahomes-type throws. That's the comparison I keep hearing. One of my biggest concerns is not just with him, but also with the Jets. I think he is a player who hasn't necessarily been put in the biggest of situations yet from a football perspective. He hasn't necessarily played the toughest teams and the best players. So taking him to that next level, jumping into the NFL, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles against that next level talent. Also, new head coach in Robert Sala in a dysfunctional organization in the Jets. I think Zach Wilson, as talented as he may be, could be running into a dumpster fire just like Sam Darnold was. And I have a lot of respect for Robert Sala. I liked what he was doing with the 49ers, especially on that Super Bowl run. And he was always that guy who you could look over on the sideline, or they would always pan over to on the sideline. And he was an excitable, loud, smiling, you know, just a happy guy that the players respected. And so I think he has all the characteristics that can make a good coach. But obviously, until he starts winning, we're not going to know that for sure. So at the third overall pick, we have the San Francisco 49ers, who traded up there several weeks ago. And by all reports, the two guys that the 49ers have their eyes set on are Trey Lance and Mac Jones. And Mac Jones has been the guy that's been talked about for longer. But I think I have too much respect for the 49ers. I think John Lynch is a smart GM, I think. Kyle Shanahan is a really smart guy. I can't in my mind fathom that they trade away all those assets to get a guy as limited in potential as Mac Jones. So at number three, I'm going to go Trey Lance. And with the fourth overall pick, we have the Atlanta Falcons who could go a couple different ways here. They have a solid QB in Matt Ryan, and they don't necessarily need to move off him right away, especially because he has such a massive cap hit that they're going to eat regardless of whether or not he's on the team. There's also been reports recently that the Falcons are hearing offers for Julio Jones. And so I'm going to live in a world in which the Falcons are actually considering this. So what am I going to do if I'm the Falcons then? If I'm about to lose one of the best generational talents that we've seen in the last decade at the wide receiver position or at the pass catching position, why not replace him with one of the best generational talents that we've seen in over a decade in Kyle Pitts? I think he is an option that is too good to pass up if you are not desperate for a quarterback. And the Falcons are the first team on the board that are not desperate for a quarterback. And lastly, at number five, I think it's a no-brainer. 
But obviously, I, I can see the appeal, but I'm going to have the Bengals taking Panay Sewell over Jamar Chase. And with Joe Burrow being as good as he was last year, he's too big of an investment for them to just throw away. And so you need to make as large an investment in your offensive line, and you're never going to get a better talent and just pure monster on the offensive line like Panay Sewell. That man, to grow alongside Joe Burrow, just have him on his left protecting him for his entire career, or at least a large portion of it, is something that I think is super appealing, and I think Joe Burrow dreams about that at night. Just have that big monster on his left side guarding his blind side. Anyway, yeah, those are my first five picks. Remember again, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you all for listening. Peace. Balling crazy with the hang time.